Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker, and this is WP Water Coolers, WP Blab. It is Thursday. It's seven. Oh, it's seven o'clock. It's, it's 7 not even seven thirty-ish. It's seven o'clock-ish. New time. New time. New time. New time. Yep. So, folks, if you're watching this at home and you're wondering what are they talking about, well, we're we've actually changed our time to be seven o'clock Pacific. So feel free to come hang out with us on Thursdays at 7 o'clock Pacific. So this particular topic is episode number 68, and we're talking about podcasting to build a WordPress community. So we're going to be talking about a little bit about WordPress. We're going to talk a little bit about um, building community around it, building websites that kind of foster that community, and then other ways that you can make your podcast kind of help you out with uh, getting more customers, more engagement, as well as community. So let's go and uh, introduce ourselves. We like to be rude and introduce ourselves. Bridget, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, everyone. I'm the marketing manager for GiveWP.com, the most robust online donation plugin for WordPress. You can find out more on our new features page at GiveWP.com slash features. Nice. Good job, Bridget. Thank you. I, I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me over at Jason Tucker on the Twitters, and you can find my website at jasontucker.blog. David. David, 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 tell us hey. a little bit about yourself. Hey, everybody. My name is David Blackman. I am the co-founder of Aspen Grove Studios. We are a WordPress custom development shop that also specializes in Divi plugins and themes for the theme Divi for elegant themes. And we've recently started WordPress plugins as well. So that's a little bit about me. And find me on all the things, Aspen Grove Studios. Nice, man. Well, thank you very much for uh, hanging out with us and being with us and talking a little bit about podcasting. So just to kind of give you a little bit of a background about how, how David and I end up meeting is um, he has watched WP Water Cooler in the past. He recognized me at a meet or at a WordCamp and he's like, come over here, let's talk. And we ended up talking for like probably a quarter of the of the you know that that entire WordCamp of just hanging out, talking, trying to figure out how it is that they could start their own podcast and be able to do some cool stuff around Divi and then starting up Divi Chat, which I think is just awesome that you guys were able to build that up and, and get it all going. Um, you guys are what, like 20 some odd episodes in now? Is that right? Yeah, we've just, we just wrapped up episode 23 this week. Nice. And so I, I, I love the fact that you took, you know, this a concept of, I want to get a bunch of people on the show. I want to talk about WordPress. I want to be able to interact with you know these folks that are on on the show with me and talk about something and talk about not just WordPress but talk about Divi specifically. Um, what got you started in in using Divi? Well, uh, I actually am one of the few people, maybe not one of the few people, but I started using Divi from December of 2013 when it came out. My WordPress journey is not as long as most people's WordPress journey, so Divi was relatively early in my journey. And, you know, I was learning how to, how to build websites with Genesis and at the time, um, you know, just, just really diving into WordPress and learning. And when I found Divi, I just saw a, a, a certain amount of potential in it. For me, being a new person to WordPress, it was easier for me to use and stuff. It, was, it just kind of clicked with my brain. So um, I just kind of stuck with it, jumped in a Facebook group a few months later. Uh, did not expect Divi to go and explode the way that it exploded when we started this little small Facebook group of 10 people. Uh, and now it's in, in excess of nearly 
probably between all of the Divi groups that have formed around it in the neighborhood of 40,000 members now. Wow. So, wow. Yeah, it's just been kind of crazy how it's how it's taken off. That's awesome. That's so that's so cool to hear that and being able to being able to kind of build community around one particular product like that. You know, we see right. these very large groups like um, like the advanced WordPress group that just has a zillion people in there and they're in every uh, continent, pretty much every continent around and they got all this stuff going on. And it's just, just amazing to see all those people in there is, is uh, you know, are those Facebook groups that you're involved in? Are they super duper active where you just have tons of people asking questions and interacting? They are some of the most engaged Facebook groups I've ever seen. Wow. The, the, the spirit in there is very much like the WordPress spirit as a whole in that uh, it's a very giving community. You know, that people want to share their knowledge and stuff. That, that open source aspect to it is just, it's really awesome. I will say this, you know, Jason started off talking about where we met and stuff, and it was WordCamp Orange County last year. And... I am a fan of WP Water Cooler. I do listen to you guys. Um, and I was honest with him, you know, when I started listening to that particular podcast, because I was new and I did, you know, it kind of went way over my head. Yeah. So I circled back to the podcast later on and realized just how much value that you guys on WP Water Cooler and WP Blab put out there, at least for me. Hey, and, I had the same um, experience. <laughs> <laughs> awesome yeah so not, i you know and you, Dave. we're all overwhelmed it's not good no. good good awesome <laughs> so yeah it was it was great meeting him and 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 making a friend and you know and that's just one of the wonderful things about wordpress as a whole um it's just fantastic and video chat even adds more to that because now people now you're able to see the person you can even hear their voice you don't have just like a, a blog that you're looking at of text and that's it and so you're like oh i know who you are you're you're on my tv every week or you're on my computer every week or or while i'm at the grocery store i'm watching you on my uh, my phone or whatever and you're just yeah. like wow okay i go shopping with you that's awesome and yeah. you know come to find out that you know you're starting your podcast you got all the stuff that's going on with you know being a wordpress developer and everything and it's like yeah i would i'd love to you know uh, talk with you more about um wordpress podcasting and that sort of thing so you know we're kind of we're kind of wanting to to show people how to build community and how to do a podcast how did you guys start out when you're building your immediate community of people that are going to be on the show? Because I know you have kind of a core group like we do over on Watercooler. Yeah, uh, and, and actually that core group kind of ascended on WordCamp Orange County last year. You know, um, they did. There, there was like an entire group of, of you guys that just all yeah. showed up and were like, we're Divi and here we yeah. go. Whoop, whoop. Divi in the house. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> like 20 of it. I don't. I don't know if they really knew how to how to take us, you know. But I'll tell you a little bit about that story and the history behind it. Our, our community started in that Facebook group, and a lot of that community that that ended up at WordCamp Orange County was responsible for the reason why those Facebooks grew as fast and as large as they did, because they did contribute and give so much back to newer people who had a lot of questions, CSS, PHP how to build websites, how to help, how to work with clients, different kind of business knowledge and stuff. And um, Gino Kiros, who is a, a good friend of mine in the Divi community, um, lives just north of you guys up in, in, I think it's Monterey, California. 
And That's he decided problem. that he was going to. Woohoo! All right. Monterey represent. Nobody knows Monterey. <laughs> um, and he decided to, you know, see if, if people were interested in doing a meetup and stuff. And, you know, absolutely. You know how WordPress people are. You know, it doesn't take much. Sure, let's get let's do a meetup. And it ended up being about 15 to 20 people from around the country and the world. Uh, we had one fly in from Australia, one fly in from the UK. We had, oh, yeah. we had about, I remember about now. 10 of us. Yeah. You guys <laughs> yeah. were like a huge group of people. Yeah, we were from all, all over the world. shirts, right? Yeah, yeah. And we were, we're like, yeah, you know, okay. represented. And Nick Roach, who's the founder of Elegant Themes and the, the creator of Divi, decided to come down with his team. Him, Mitch, Andy, and those guys came down and, uh, you know, decided to hang out and stuff. And it was just it you guys was super were a awesome. huge group. I forgot about that. Yeah, we're coming back. We're coming back, Orange. Woo! I would, lo I would love back. to get a bunch of people Woo! from to show up at a Drupal con or something like that and just be like, boom, here's everybody showing up here. <laughs> but that's awesome. That's awesome. You guys got all these people together and you're all starting to talk about it. Yeah. But you started to kind of discuss how could we get a podcast going? How did how did yeah. that even come up? Well, I loved podcasts. You know, I honestly did not listen to podcasts until maybe less than two years ago. Wow. And I just fell in love with them. And I saw that the potential for um, marketing for it in the future and stuff. I said, you know, podcast is a good medium. It's easy, easily consumable by people. You know, I would listen to them when I walked around the park or when I drove down the road or it just was easily consumable. And I thought, well, this is a good idea for marketing and stuff. A podcast is a good way to get a message out there because with a blog, you've got to sit in front and you've got to read it and you've got to kind of focus on it. Whereas podcast, it's, you know, it, it, like I said, it's easily consumable. So um, I was originally going to start my own podcast. Um, I listened to another podcast in an RV industry. I'm a digital nomad. Um, my wife and I sold our, our home. Oh, gosh, it's been a year and a half ago. And we bought an RV and now we travel the United States and just kind of work from different places and stuff. And, you know, I was going to start a podcast and and when I went to WordCamp Orange County and I met all of my friends that I collaborate with and talk to daily online and Facebook groups, when I met them in person, the idea came to me, why don't we just create something like WP Water Cooler has for the Divi community? So I blame Jason Tucker <laughs> for Divi Chat. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a good, I'm a good bad, bad influence. <laughs> <laughs> a good bad influence. And we just decided to start it, you know. That's we so we cool. said I, I, I asked him I asked him who was who would be game for doing it. And I said, Hey, look, you know, this is an idea I've had and I, I'm thinking that I um why don't we all do it? You know, and we just kind of kind of see where it goes and stuff. And and it's been really cool to have people that I've met personally at other WordCamps since we've started. I have um you know, talked with other people offline and stuff where it's really having an effect on their personal life, their business life. Yeah. It's helping them. You know, the topics that we're discussing and stuff actually help them. So it, it's been really awesome. So what is your technological infrastructure? What are you using to do this? <laughs> you know, everybody's well, going to ask you, let's well, just get that out of the way. We're using the same thing that you guys were using here. YouTube Live. YouTube Live. We use YouTube Live. 
And, um, you know, then we stripped the audio out. We uploaded to iTunes, Stitcher, and, and SoundCloud and stuff. So we, we pretty much have the same setup. And, again, I blame Jason Tucker. He was gracious. He was gracious enough to let me pick his brain and ask him questions when I had questions and stuff when we were starting. So, um, yeah, we just we're we're doing the same way you guys are doing. How are you doing your editorial calendar? Is it twenty minutes before like we are, or are you just trying to steal from you right now because we have no idea what we're doing with that? I would, I would love to say that I, I could take credit for the organization that we have with our podcast, but I, I really can't. Um, I'm just a part of a larger whole. Yeah. Uh, we, we actually use Google Docs. We okay. have Google spreadsheets set up, and we have like, you know, every date for the next year sure. in, a, in a Google spreadsheet, and we have topics that right now we're down to about we have about a month's topics out but we probably at the most we've had I would say 90 days out we get to the point where it's like <laughs> day of we need a topic you know so we've been there too um, it's not ideal but you know uh, that's so just kind of how it is the, sometimes the format of your show is it guests or people inside the community just rotating both Oh, we, okay. I, I, I have I have always had it to where I've always had the vision of it never being a kind of a set panel, although it may seem like that sometimes. Um, I've always wanted to get more engagement in the community involved because I do believe that that is something that will help the podcast grow. The more engagement that you have in the community and stuff, and, and, and there's a lot of sharp people out there that can bring value and stuff. This week's episode was Divi and SEO. We had two new people. Uh, you probably know one of them, Corey Hammond. Uh, he's, he works with A2. Yeah. Corey was, was kind enough to jump on the episode. He's extremely knowledgeable about SEO. Uh, we had Alicia Hughes, who it was her first time on the podcast. She's a phenomenal SEO person. So um, we're trying to get to where we choose topics and um, you know, try to find people that are good fits for that topic so that it's, it is informational and it brings a little spice, you know, it's not just the same old people every week and stuff. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's what we ended up doing on, on water cooler is, uh, let's come up with a good topic and then let's spend a day or two trying to find the person that's going to match it. And you know, when you're, since you're saying you're not the person that's hurting all the cats, um, I, I am the person that's hurting all the cats and that's usually <laughs> the hardest part of the entire thing is trying to get all the right people on the show that are going to either be able to help us out or be able to um, be the specialist of the particular topic or, um, you know, you have all of these different, everybody plays a part in this, um, you know, JP water cooler is pretty much like Seinfeld where it's like every once in a while you have this like other person that comes into the environment that all the rest of the Seinfeld folks need to interact with. And that's pretty much the way that our, you know, our show has been structured for, for a while now. And now on, on WP blab, it's like, well, let's have this one expert about this thing or, or one person that really knows enough about this that they could speak on it almost by themselves if they had to mm -hmm. and be right. able to really talk about, hey, what, what is it that um, you do and how do you do it? And then how could you educate our, you know, the people in our chat room as well as the people that are watching on YouTube or, or listening in their car on a podcast uh, down the road? 
So with all that being said, it's, you know, it's a, it's a tricky thing to try to get guests and it's a tricky thing to try to get guests, especially if you're trying to um, plan ahead. If you're one of those pre planners and you're trying to plan super far ahead, um, expect people to, to bail out. They're going to be like, Oh, I, I can't do that three months from now. But then you have people that really can <laughs> really can schedule their lives three months ahead and be able right. to get it all figured out. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I will say this, I did not give up on the, um, Hey Terry, <laughs> I'm, I'm noticing some people jumping in, jumping in the chat. Um, I'm going to try to focus over here and not over here because I do <laughs> suffer from that ADD where I want to look at this monitor and see what's going on in the chat. Yep. <laughs> um, I'm not ignoring you guys. I'm just trying to focus <laughs> with, with Jason and them. I do want to say that I've not band abandoned the idea of the podcast that I originally envisioned. Um, I was modeling it after a podcast in the RV world uh, because that's what really uh, struck a passion with me with podcasts when I was investigating going full-time in an RV with my wife, I started listening to this one podcast called Road Trekking by Mike Winland, and I just thought he did a phenomenal job with you know, the way that he structured his podcast. It was very much a magazine-style podcast where it was an hour long and it was segmented, and he took... Um, it wasn't like normally the podcasts are interviewing someone, and this podcast had you know, six to seven different segments throughout it that pertained to the RV industry. And he may have listeners questions of the week where people would call in and ask a question and he would answer it. And then it would have a, you know, a, an R, I'll give you an example, like an RV tip of the week. And um, he had intros for each segment and it just was very well done. And I was just like, man, this could, I think this could really fly in the WordPress space. Um, you know, and that was kind of my original vision and stuff. And then Orange County happened, and we deci I decided to go the, the Divi Chat route. And I now have, have partnered up with a, another WordPress peer of mine by the name of Tim Streifler. And we have started, um, we have the first six episodes recorded for WP the Podcast at WPthePodcast.com. Cool. Nice. Uh, right, right, now, right now, you're going to see a expired time thingy because we were supposed to, to launch on january the first and then february the first and what are we about to hit april fools maybe we'll get april fools in by the time so and it's going to be very much like that it's going to be yeah. a little bit different than what's already out there segmented hour long um you know so we're really looking forward to launch that that podcast as well so it's kind of interesting because you build a community and then because of the community, you started a podcast. Whereas with Blab, right. we yeah. started a podcast and found a community. And it was so cool going to WordCamp US this year. And um, I know Jen Miller and I are going to do everything we can to get Jason Tucker there next year because of the fried pickles. I mean, that's you got to go to Drifters. But um, I was never four feet away from somebody I knew. It's the coolest feeling ever. And I was so oh, yeah. terrified of going to that huge conference. But I knew all these people because of Blab. And we had so much fun. Sherry and Cheryl and Paul and, and Jonathan Perlman and, of course, Kevin, who is my coworker now. And we all were just hanging out. It was the coolest thing ever. I never anticipated that happening because I thought um, Jason Tucker was pranking me. 
company invited me on the show. So <laughs> it's cool. Pod- yeah, it podcasts, awesome. podcasts are even it, podcasts are are fun because especially if you're in the host of the show is that somebody will hear your voice and they'll and they'll say, "Wait, I I recognize that voice. Who who are you?" And so with that I have a, a quick little um, aside on this is that uh, we were at WordCamp San Diego a couple years back and. I was sitting there talking with a, a friend of mine who's also a podcaster, but he doesn't podcast for um, any of the WordPress type stuff. He's actually a um, he's actually a Mac podcaster, and so he runs a podcast called MacCast. And so Adam Christensen's voice is very, very um, distinct. Like you hear it, and you're just like, ah, I know, I know that voice. And so that's what ended up happening is we're talking, and somebody walks by, and then they back up, and they they look they look at him, they go excuse me, are you Adam Christensen? And Adam's like, yes, yes, I am. And he's like, oh my gosh, like I found yet another person that listens to my show, which his show is massive. He has tons and tons of followers, but his, you know, he's at a totally different, it's almost like he went to a different planet and he's just like, oh my gosh, somebody here also uses Max. And I'm like, everyone here uses Max, but yes, yes. (laughs) And they all listen to your podcast too, you know? So it was really neat to see. And that's why I was telling Bridget, I was like, at some point you hear you're going to run into somebody that knows you just because of the podcast and you know when well, you go to work, I don't know was right. yeah i don't know if my voice is unique enough to where somebody will recognize well, not just it, that but because you're on video you're it's your face See, somebody walked right. up to me at atlanta when i was um, giving my session they're like are you on watercolor i'm like yeah i just said yeah because it's the same network but I'm on Blab. <laughs> I'm on a Blab that's on watercolor, but Blab doesn't exist anymore. Like whatever, it wasn't worth correcting. But it was so weird because Jason said people are gonna walk up to you. And I'm like, no, they're not. He's like, yes, they are. Just wait, because I'm a yeah, nicest like that. Of, but I think I was that's probably one of those creepy people. <laughs> no, it wasn't creepy. He just said, hey, my name is whatever, and are you on? And it wasn't like he was stalking me, breathing my ear, like. I don't want a watercolor. I didn't need to like do a TRO or anything. It was nice. <laughs> what? What are you laughing about? Because you're so silent. Like you're all googling. What's TRO? Temporary restraining order. <laughs> it's a joke, guys. I'm here for the comedy. I'm here for the comedy. <laughs> So, so you could build a you could build a community and then have a podcast or build a podcast and then have a community. That was my point. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, and um, you know, our our friends over at um uh, the WP crowd they they've built not only have they built community but they do this thing called blogging, where they actually blog <laughs> about the thing that they're talking about on the show. Uh, where um, we just uh, we're just really nice to the people in our chat room, and we ask them very very nicely if they can help us out with our show notes. So they actually load up a Google Doc and start writing show notes for us, which is super amazing, and we we love them for doing that. But um, you know, those the blogging piece is kind of what ties all that together because now you can have text that's then talking about the video or the audio, yeah. and you kind of push all those pieces together, which is what you were talking about earlier, David. Is that you know you guys take your video file just like we do and then you extract the audio out of it and then you upload that to SoundCloud and host that there and then you also host your stuff on um, on YouTube. Um, having all those pieces together means that you can now have that content both over at SoundCloud as well as over on YouTube and now you're even building more community because you're pulling in more of these places that actually have built-in networks to kind of make it all happen. Absolutely. 
Have you guys found that that SoundCloud and YouTube are actually bringing in either bringing in traffic to the site or bringing in uh, people, you know, communicating on on either of those social networks? Absolutely. Yeah, we have. Um, you know, I would have thought I, I personally am never on SoundCloud, you know, so I can't say it's a place where I hang out. And I, spend time. <laughs> I listen to music. You put all SoundCloud. your code there, you know, yeah, I, I'm usually I've got Spotify on typically most of the time. So, yeah. Every single week, though, we get a new subscriber on SoundCloud and we get people liking our our um, podcasts over on SoundCloud. So I'm, I'm almost embarrassed to say this. We probably should pay attention somewhat to SoundCloud <laughs> and at least try to engage those people. But I do know that there is some action over there. YouTube, we definitely are seeing uh, comments every week on the on the show. Not a lot. But we're getting comments and subscribers to the to the to the channel and stuff. So um, our views are going up. It does depend on what type of topic that we cover. Definitely. You know, that plays a big factor in the amount of views that we get. If it's a hot topic, everybody wants to listen. Is it yeah. all talking, or do you ever do screen shares? Sorry, Jason. Oh no, no, no. We do we we do only talking. We don't do any okay. screen shares. We have screen shares are hard, uh, huh? Yeah, screen you can't ever really see it. I was just wondering you know, if you had I'll some success. You, I'll, I'll tell you what we did and what we have done. And I didn't think about this until, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. We have had some very festive episodes with Google's um, effects with party oh, hats oh, no. and whistles. <laughs> my birthday this year, you know, one of our episodes landed on my birthday. So... Of course, we all dressed in party hats and everything. Aww, An episode fun. landed on Gino's birthday. Same thing. And when I listened to the audio, you know, I couldn't die. I couldn't stop laughing because it was so funny to me. But I can't help but feel that we probably lost the audience a lot of the way because we were more on the YouTube live stuff with all of the Google effects, and they that, that doesn't really translate over to the audio audience. So that's one thing that I've learned is that if you're doing a video, you need to pay attention to the audio audience as well, because a lot of the stuff gets lost on the audio side from the video side. So it's just little things that we've kind of learned so far. Yeah. I mean, cause with, with the podcast, um, you're, you know, for those of you that don't understand how the, how podcasts even work at all, you know, the podcast, those downloads that happen through the podcast is actually um, downloads that go to the device themselves. So what you're doing is you're instructing your device. It could be uh, iTunes or whatever on your computer um, or anything on your iPhone, Android, any of those sorts of things. But what it's doing is it's instructing it to, hey, whenever something shows up in this RSS feed, go and download it and store it here. But the act of it downloading it is is the is the time in which you're 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 finding out that this person has downloaded the thing. So it's not a play or a view or a listen or any of that stuff. It's just literally it's being downloaded from uh -huh. the internet onto your device. So, but what's nice about that is now you know consistently here's how many people are downloading it. Doesn't really tell you how many people are listening to it, but you at least yeah. getting an idea of how many people are downloading it. Now, when it comes to YouTube. Uh, YouTube is not a podcast. It's just a, it's a place to store your videos. But uh, YouTube shows you the exact views in which um, occurred on that particular uh, episode. So what's nice about that is you're actually getting real-time stats of how many things are actually being downloaded or being viewed. 
and then um, if uh, if somebody leaves a comment or something like that or interacts in any way, you can see those too. It also kind of gives you a rough idea of how many uh, how long they got through that particular episode. So you could see, are we too long? Are we too short? Are we front loading this with like information no one wants to hear? You can kind of get a rough idea with that. Um, Outside of that, um, we've been playing around a little bit with using uh, Facebook video. So we'll take the YouTube video, upload it to Facebook, and then we'll put it out there so, so people could uh, listen or watch that. Um, what's, interesting, that? what's interesting about that, yeah, it's weird. So Facebook, at least at the time of, at the time of this recording, is um, you know they show you uh, how many views you get um, in the, I believe it's like 10 seconds or two seconds, and then it kind of breaks it up into smaller chunks. Um, the thing is with with Facebook is that most of the people, like I was saying, are sitting in the grocery store flipping through their phone and they see some video show up and they look at it. And if they don't see any closed captioning or anything, then they're probably not going to watch the, the episode. So if you're not doing closed captioning or spending the time or money, because it definitely does cost some money um, to do that, then you're you're going to miss out on a, on people trying to watch it on Facebook. But not I'm everything's made you, for everything, you know? Yeah. I'm glad you brought up closed captioning because we have a hearing impaired watcher on YouTube who was wondering about that, who was asking the question. I have scoured. Now, I'm a YouTube podcast novice. I'm not an yep. expert like Jason Tucker. So maybe this is time to pick Jason's brain. Yeah, is it's there, expensive. Oh, so it's a paid option. Yeah, so okay. if you if you go to rev.com, um, they do a dollar per minute, and they'll transcribe the uh, the videos for it's a you. Transcription service. Yeah, okay. and what's nice about rev.com is you can actually put in the URL to the video on YouTube, and you give them access to it. Oh. They'll actually log into your YouTube account for you, get the video, get all the tr closed captioning set up, and then push the video back or push the video with the closed captioning kind of embedded into it. So you're all good to go and you don't have to do anything special. They just do it all for you. And usually it's like a day or two turnaround for them to have it done. Um, sometimes it takes a little bit longer. It just depends. But, uh, you know, a dollar an episode, especially if your show is 60 or 90 minutes long, um, I don't know if it's worth doing or not. It just depends. Right. I do have a question. Do you feel like um, podcasts will move in the directions of Facebook Live? Type kind of platform? Well, it's different, right? Because Facebook Live is while you're on Facebook. I was having this conversation right. with um, Jason Canill the other day because we were we were kind of arguing about the merits of the platform, right? So it depends on who you're trying to get. So YouTube, uh, sorry, like I just jumped on this. No, question. please do it. How do about mind it? if I answer this question, Mr. Tucker? Hmm. So, you know uh, what? You're actually not doing a very good job. So, <laughs> anyway, so what I'm saying is, like, you intentionally go to this channel, you get notified this channel is live, and maybe you see a tweet or something. But on Facebook, I'm watching a documentary and I'm wasting my life away. Oh, look, Paul Ryan is live. I'm going to watch that. I'm not looking for it. It's like I'm walking down the street and I see something in the window. I'm doing something else. I'm not wanting my my intention is not. I'm watching something on TV, whatever I'm watching, some boring show because I'm waiting for new episodes or whatever I'm binge watching, right? So so I'm just like blah 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 blah. I'm second screening it, right? So I'm w using my phone, going, "What's going on with my friends? Oh, a dog, a picture, some political post, whatever." And then somebody's live, and you go, and with the captions, you're like, "Oh, I want to watch this." 
maybe if I happen on it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm never that, – that was the specific example that happened is that, you know, the House Speaker was live. I didn't, didn't know he was going to be live. I wasn't even caring what he was saying at the time. But that also happens with the mesmerizing food videos of recipes I'm never going to make. You just, like, go – you get sucked into, oh, yeah, I definitely want to make that. You're never going to make that. <laughs> yeah, and well, so that's a good point you brought up, Bridget, regarding uh, video. And then at the very last uh, tail end of what you're just saying, you threw in this extra piece, which is and transcriptions. So, like, to have somebody live and do transcriptions at the it's exact same time, possible. it costs a ton because you have to build all this additional infrastructure in place mm -hmm. to make it happen. You know, in the chat room, people are asking, how does this whole thing work with Rev.com and whatever? Rev.com, it's per minute. So it's a dollar per minute. So 60-minute show, it's going to cost you 60 bucks. Um, but when it, they're talking about using like something like Fiverr.com or something like that, you can definitely do all those sorts of things. And there's even like uh, companies that you can go through that are um, that that interact just with uh, Facebook direct or with both face Facebook as well as with YouTube directly that um, you can kind of have them do it all for you. Now, are they going to do it live transcription? I'm not entirely sure. And I know that they definitely That's won't do it. Service, right? Yeah. And if you have 10 people on a show, like we've done on water cooler, um, it's, it's quit. insane. Yeah, so we've, we've done it with six people on the show all at the same time, um, and we actually did it, and it, it looked fairly nice, and I'll even find that video and put a link into the, the show notes here so you can see what the transcriptions look like from uh, Rev.com, but it's really, it's really cool that you can do that, but to try to pull that off with YouTube Live or to leverage YouTube Live to make you know your community be able to see all this stuff... <sighs> You know, it makes sense, but um, as you start splitting these hairs more and more, that's what we ended up doing is going, you know, I could totally stream this to YouTube um, and Facebook at the exact same time, but all of our community is interacting through through YouTube. And so I want reason, all those people to live there. Yeah, I have, um, the reason I was asking about Facebook Live is yeah. because one of my clients that I was talking kind of with you before we started that I was on a call with before this is a is an RV podcaster the the RV family travel atlas mm -hmm. we're in the process of um, merging a couple of their podcast websites and doing a redesign for them and a rebrand and they do Facebook live at Fridays at two o'clock every Friday and they have been getting you know thousands of views on their Facebook live and a highly engaged audience. They've kind of carried it over and capitalized on, um, you know, their podcast audience and bringing them into Facebook because they realize that, you know, Facebook is huge. Everybody's spending an immense amount of time on Facebook mm -hmm. and stuff. Now, this isn't something that they're solely doing from the Facebook platform. This is something in addition to their podcast that goes on YouTube. And, and not YouTube because they don't even do the YouTube side of things. They don't do live. Um, they do an audio podcast where they record post-production and then send it up to iTunes and stuff. And they recently started, um, you know, testing out Facebook live videos and stuff to see what type of engagement they could get with their audience. And I think they've been having a really, really big success rate, um, you know, because it's just, a, it's a platform where everybody's on already, you know, yeah. I yeah. know you guys are on because I see you on there. Well, yeah, the, the thing about Facebook, Facebook Live part is that that video count, like the view count that shows up in the corner, that view right. count is based on the people that have seen the video for two seconds. 
So if somebody gotcha. scrolled through the thing and then they see this like big, huge number, they're going to go, oh, well, other people, you know, people always want to watch the thing that other people are watching. So when they do this bump in video count, not to say that, you know, the people that you're um, that you're doing stuff with yeah. are getting a huge engagement, but that, you know, you look on there, you're just like, oh, wow, like what's going on here? You know, one of the things I wanted to kind of bring bring to the forefront here regarding uh, doing video both on Facebook as well as on YouTube is there's a site that um, that Bridget uh, turned me on to called uh, um, yt2fb.com. And what it does is you put in the YouTube URL in there. And if you're doing a show like we're doing on Google Hangout, um, you get the URL for YouTube um, on here. You can take that thing, put yeah. it into uh, to this link, you hit the go button, it spits out a link that you could put into Facebook. And now Facebook will play the video as if it was somewhat native video Semi format. Native. Yeah. Yeah. But here's oh, the thing about Facebook Live, since this is a marketing show, and, and this is the thing with Facebook that I wish people could understand. Comments. Comments matter, not likes. Hmm. I mean, likes are great. Hmm. Likes are waving at somebody across the room. I wish I never got a notification for a like. People are going to get mad at me for saying that. But the, but the truth is, if you're live, and you're actually, you say, we, we say the word engagement. And I, I don't, this is not to be internalized by you, David, because I don't know you well enough to know that this is happening. But for the sake of, I need to be the person that explains this re really quick to make sure everybody's on the same page about it, what engagement means. It means somebody says something and you reply to them with words. Right. Yes. Okay. There's Absolutely. a lot of like, I like this, I like it, and then you say something and I like it, and then there's a couple of stickers. That's not building relationships. You have to use, you listen to me, people, I'm looking at you in the face. You have to use words to build relationships. Words have letters that are together. And so, like, that, and that's what bumps up a video. That's what bumps up a post. So even if you're not live, if you continue on commenting, that'll bump it back up. That's better than probably paying for it to be posted. So if, if you ever see something, just as a side note, if you ever see something on Facebook that you really want people to see, start writing words on it in, in the form of a, of a comment. Love, Bridget. <laughs> Oh, Bridget. Sheriffs are, okay, Kevin Hoffman is correct well, me, and he's correct. Shares are more valuable in their algorithm than comments. Shares are more than comments. Comments are more than likes. Yeah. But shares are a lot to ask for. Shares are also not engagement. Okay, we're talking specifically about engagement. Like, I talk to you, you talk to me, I talk to you. David knows about Dokini. I know about David. David has a wife. She does taxes. Like, we have a relationship now, right? We're best buds. There you go, BFFs. Because we're using words and not stickers. Right. So I'm just, I just saying. Yeah. I do use stickers. And that's what I look stickers. at. There will be high five stickers happening yeah. on Facebook. But if you want to build that community, then you need to work it. Jason and I spent a lot of time on Facebook doing this. We're, it's not like we're not doing anything else. Right. But the right. main yeah. the main problem you have to overcome with Facebook is its own culture of post and go. People on Twitter go there to read. People on YouTube go there to watch. They go to binge watch. People who use podcasts binge listen. But people on yes. Facebook go to post their own picture about their own selfie with their dog and then they leave. Right. That's yeah. the norm. And, That's and, the norm. Yeah. So in order to overcome that you have to be the one spending 
at least an hour a day commenting. At least. At least. Yeah. Which is tough. Yeah, and that's one thing that I, when I look at their videos and stuff, when I look at the engagement, not so much necessarily the views, the thousands. I do look at the several hundred comments that they get because that that is true engagement to me. Sorry, I had to go on a rant or yes, it wouldn't be WP Blast. A share is a hug. Yeah. A share is a hug. Kevin. Yeah, it is a hug. But it's not a conversation. It's a, it's valuable. It's just not a conversation. We're talking specifically. Okay. Here's yeah. my I'll give my podcast <laughs> my my starting a podcast tip. Sure, go uh, for it. Because, I'm, because, I'm a, because I'm a new podcaster and I'm launching another podcast and I wish I would have done this one on my first one and because Bridget brought up the wonderful word binge. binge. Our society our society is bingers. Netflix, we like to binge on video, audio and podcasters are no exception. There is this wonderful little category in iTunes uh, called the New and Noteworthy Podcast, which means when you start a new podcast, you know, you have an opportunity for a short period of time, and I want to say it's six weeks, to kind of show off to iTunes, and, and you kind of get some extra promotion from, you know, some love from iTunes called New and Noteworthy. So if you're starting a podcast, or planning on starting a podcast, go ahead and record time for five, ten, ten episodes of the launch them and they like it, and they might want to go ahead and listen to number two and number three and number four. And that window, the new and noteworthy, all of a sudden expands for you because multiplied out of so that's my new podcast tip of the week nice you know um looks like your wife may have started watching netflix a little bit or something because your uh your, your connection's going out just a teeny bit but but you're hanging in there though uh, maybe she did <laughs> lisa you're not Tell on her, hold on for anything, another 17 minutes <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah 19 minutes don't stream any video <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is uh, i am on a uh, um cell connection obviously with yep, with yep. uh with with full time RVing, I'm uh, so yeah. If she gets on, maybe I'll shut shut Facebook and I'll open down. <laughs> nice. You've been giving me so many good tips. I'm I'm loading them up. Oh no, you're, you're doing great. <laughs> so no. fi loading 15 episodes. Just we we lost your number. What was the number that you should preload for binging? Well, as many obviously as many as you can. That you load, the more that you preload in there, the more the still broke. The more that you preload, the more that they you can binge. Yeah. Yeah, that's what anything his uh, cell carrier is trolling him now. Yeah, his cell carrier. Yeah, your cell carrier is They're definitely having some issues you. at this point. Don't throttle me, Hold bro. 
I come through that time, bro. Yeah, he's. <laughs> yeah, your internet connection's definitely having a little bit of issues there, but that that's okay. So I wanted to add a few. I wanted to add a few a few little extra. Notes Hold on, I'm gonna this. switch. I will switch, and I might come right back. Okay. Perfect. Sounds good. So one of the one of the things I wanted to kind of quickly share is um, when you're starting out with your podcast, um, is that people are um, people are people are expecting perfection from like the get go, and so in order to kind of figure out what what that's going to be like um, for for you as the person who's going to be the first person listening to the show, mm -hmm. is take take a moment to record like what I called episode zero, and that's like the first episode that. You know you're gonna throw it away, but spend one, you know, one afternoon or whatever, actually putting out an episode to to play around with it and see how is this gonna work. And what episode zero is gonna do is also kind of, maybe it's even gonna tell you like, you know what, maybe this particular topic is not the topic that you should be talking about. Maybe you should find either a little bit more of a, a, a kind of a niche to this thing, or maybe even uh, come up with just an entirely different thing altogether. But what's nice about that episode zero piece is that it's letting you kind of figure out, hey, is this going to work good or not? Or is this, you know, or am I going to, should I maybe think about doing something different? You know, maybe I should not do this particular episode or do this particular show. And that kind of allows you to figure out is this going to work for me? And then you're not building all this infrastructure to do a podcast when you come to find out that you're going to have to rename it and change it and do all this stuff with it to finally get that information out there. So I wrote, I've written a couple things about that over on WPmedia.pro. If you go over to that website, it's a website I did a couple years back with a whole bunch of uh, tips and tricks about how to do podcasts and everything. So feel free to go take a look at some of that content. Um, did you, uh, did you unmute yourself, David? How, how are you? How are you going now? three i don't know you tell me how am i going, uh, going now sounding good sounding good i switched internet connections i, I apologize no, no I don't problem know what at all internet connection and now i went to the b team so let's try that <laughs> for a little while i know i kind of broke up earlier there wasn't a set number of episodes that i was saying the, okay. more, that you, the more that you can front load the better okay so um i guess i will go ahead and tell you the rest of the story on wp the podcast as well yeah. One of the podcasts that I listen to is um, Neil Patel. I really enjoy his marketing tips. He's a daily podcaster, five to eight minute segments. That's it. That's as long as a podcast is. So I think that's a genius idea for marketing because the more downloads you get, the more engagement you get, the more the, the more that means to potential sponsors making money, monetization down the line. Um, so we're going to not only have that one hour a week segment, we will have daily segments as well, five to oh. 10 minute snippets to give tips away to users, very short advice, right. SEO, you know, hosting, whatever the topic is, it will be WordPress related and six days a week, five to seven minute episodes, one day a week, an hour. So we're going to launch full our episodes and then also launch uh, we haven't decided if we're gonna launch all 20 or 10 of the mini episodes so if people want to binge it, it's it's gonna uh, up a little bit quicker in the ranks and stuff mm -hmm. so we can be found yeah I, and compete with 
iTunes is, I mean, that's that's kind of the place where a lot of people are going to look, but there's also other places you can start putting that content out there as well. So when you have those 10 episodes that are all ready to go and you, and you launch with this thing, um, there's a couple other different places that you could go um, kind of send out your, uh, your podcast. Um, let me pull up my list here. Um, what other places have you guys put yours on? Sure, SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube, and those are the main ones and the only ones that we're currently. Yeah. And what's what's nice about that is all those people are going to be pulling that content from the same RSS feed. So they're going to see a bunch of engagement or a bunch of downloads coming out of that. And you're going to say, oh, yeah, people are actually uh, you know listening to, to my content. That's great. Do you embed them in blog posts on your WordPress blog built with Divi? <laughs> Well, I mean, we've got to bring WordPress in this somehow, right? As, as a matter of fact, we might. Uh, I'm going to give a huge shout-out to the designer of that website, Divi.chat, Miss Leslie Bernal. Uh, she is a regular on the podcast. Oh, is that a girl She's with a her back? back? She designed I love that her. Site. Leslie, you have a new fan. Bridget. Oh, I met her at U.S. She's so cool. She can I, oh, yeah. 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 I have a sticker yeah. of hers. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I love you too okay. now, but I'm just saying like, <laughs> hey, I know that name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, girl in her Mac. That's right, Leslie Bernal. She did a, she did a phenomenal job on the website, I think. Really you know, it's, just, yeah. it's really good. And she manages the website. So, you know, that's kind of Leslie's, we let her, you know, when you've got a group of 10 WordPress developers, uh, we kind of had to make a decision fast. And Leslie, <laughs> that was her baby. And she said, nobody touches it but me. <laughs> that's how, because so. that's how you get that light bulb screwed in. Otherwise, you got to do discovery. Yeah, and we're not doing Google Play, Paul. Paul said he catches, he catches all of his on Google Play. And, and I don't think we have put ours on Google Play yet. I'm assuming, you know, we need to put it on Google Play. Yeah, I mean, we're on we're Google Play. Uh, you know, I could be wrong. Maybe Leslie has us on Google Play right now. So, just kind of a force of nature. So, yep. Let's see, what <laughs> else was that? So, um, like places like you know, like but we were wait, talking about. We only other... have nine minutes. We have a new show format. So, yeah, <laughs> I know. Like I said to remind you. Oh man, well, so there are there are those other places that you should be putting this content out to. So what we've talked about so far is YouTube, Facebook. SoundCloud, Stitcher, um, iTunes. Yeah, iTunes. Um, Google there's Play. The Google Play. There's ah, oh, there's this one other Lipson. one that Lipson. Well, Lipson's kind of the hosting, like SoundCloud oh. would be. But yeah, Lipson's a, a host. Um, what's nice about those places is they also give you good stats too. So if you wanted to yeah. get any stats about those things, uh, we use SoundCloud for ours. But uh, Lipson's kind of custom built just for podcasts. Yeah, we're looking at uh, Omni Studio actually to do that for us. So, are you familiar with Omni Studio? O no, I'm not. Why? Studio. I feel like it's a very reasonable, you know, it depends on how many podcasts you have. You have multiple podcasts. So, mm -hmm. maybe Omni Studio wouldn't work for you, but Omni Studio for one podcast is only like $100 a year. Oh, you wow. Know, Wow. downloads of audio files and stuff. I mean, to me, that's just kind of insane that that it's that cheap. So we're looking oh, no. into uh, Omni Studio for potentially handling the podcast hosting of all of our files and stuff. 
That looks cool. Yeah, I'll have to check that one out. You know, okay. there's other services that you can use that kind of tie both YouTube and SoundCloud and YouTube and other places together. Um, I've I've um, I've used a few of them, but I ended up just starting to code my own. So I have code that just kind of puts all this stuff out there, and I've been meaning to put my code out there onto um, to GitHub just so people can take a look at it and hopefully even help me out with making it better because I'm uh, just trying to get all that information out there. Um, last thing that we started uh, we started doing just recently is kind of building an enhanced um, MP3 uh, podcast, which means that whenever we talk about a particular topic, it actually displays a graphic on the screen. Okay. With a call to action on the bottom, so they can click on it and be able to go to that particular link. So um, it requires a little bit of extra work on my part to kind of get all those pieces together. But what's nice about that is. Now I can track, you know, different things that people are doing on those particular um, episodes. If they tap on it, I can kind of get an idea of, hey, are they actually clicking on these links or not? Is it worth us putting these links in there? And then you can kind of get those things figured out. So if you've been listening to the podcast, um, the you know, you can see how we've been kind of doing those. Also makes it really easy for you to skip our intro. So if you don't want to listen to our intro, you can just click next and it just skips you to the next track within that uh, podcast. Is that that that's a, a good point for um God I was just gonna I, I lost it it came and left um, <laughs> oh, I was gonna ask you a question Jason that had to do with with what you were talking about and stuff oh well yeah the, the, yeah and the tool that I'm using to do that is this thing called Chapters and you could download it for the Mac and oh. Chapters just makes these little chapter markers that are in the show so you can kind of jump between each of the pieces that's it, fancy. It is fancy and it's kind of neat because it makes it so that we can put graphics that show like, you know, maybe our guest on here. So when you're watching or listening to this episode later. On your phone, um, you mean? Yeah, on the phone it actually shows it. So. listen to this podcast on the phone. Yeah, we, we put out an audio <laughs> podcast, Bridget. <laughs> I we're on this thing called I iTunes. It because <laughs> I, I want you to have a download, but I don't need to listen to it. I was already here. I, uh... So like, for instance, you can look on here and you can see. So like, there's the episode right there, but then... When you when you flick over, oh. you can see all the stuff that's on there. But when you push next, it will jump to the next spot. See, oh. so you can see graphics and stuff. That's fancy. So if I spend a little bit extra time, you can kind of see all the people that are on the show and all the things that are going on and everything. So it's yeah, neat. that was that was kind of my question. I remember it now. You know, obviously you're doing YouTube Live, which cuts out in some post production process because yep. it's a live show. How much post-production, how much production can you expect when starting a new podcast? I'll share ours, and you can share yeah, go yours. For it. Why don't you go first? Okay. <laughs> so um, I spend, um, if I do one of these enhanced podcasts, um, that probably takes the longest part of it. So my scripts that I run downloads the episode from YouTube. It gives me um, all my show notes and everything that I've put into YouTube, and then I post those onto the website. And then from there, it's... Uh, I pretty much turn everything into Markdown, so that way I'm able to kind of uh, uh, manipulate that text quickly and easily. And then um, from there, I upload it up to YouTube, and then I run it through this Chapters app. Um, Chapters makes me kind of listen to the show, and I listen to it about three or four times the speed. So I quickly get through that episode, and then once I'm done, I upload it and uh, put it onto the website. So that entire process for post-production is probably about 30 minutes um, because of the fact that I'm not actually listening to the show. I'm just quickly finding the spots that I want to kind of yeah. chapter up. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. 
what about you? What do you guys do? Yeah, it's, I would say total overall, it's probably, we've recently decided to start doing some, um, a little bit of marketing, a little bit of email acquisitions, doing some giveaways, PDFs, nice PDF downloads, depending on the specific episode, if there's steps and stuff. So those take a little bit longer, but post-production normally, I would say probably 30 minutes is, is, is a good time frame. Uh, PDF creation probably stretches it out to an hour. Of you guys, yeah. this way you do the show notes and get everybody involved. Speaking of engagement, that's huge. That is awesome, and we're stealing that idea. Dang it! <laughs> well, you're not stealing our people that are doing it for us, though. We're not stealing the people. That's right. <laughs> no, they're great folks, and I, I really appreciate all the the time and effort that um, people spend not only listening to the show but also being able to just quickly go in there and spend some time typing in some stuff and just kind of uh, bringing all those things together. We're getting close to wrapping up here. We got two minutes left. So, um, David, can you tell us a little bit um, about where people can find you and how they can get a hold of you? Yeah. Uh, well, like I said in the beginning, I'm co-founder of Aspen Grove Studios. So, AspenGroveStudios.com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Aspen Grove Studios, as well. Twitter. Unfortunately, I'm not a big tweeter. I'm more of a Facebook guy. Just letting you know. Um, Divi.chat is our podcast that we do weekly on Tuesday nights. At 5.30 Central. Um, so that's 3.30. You guys is in the afternoon time. You're probably working at that time. Um, yeah. WPThePodcast.com will be launching here shortly, so you'll be able to find us over there as well. So those are the two podcasts that we have in the works. And um, having me on, and uh, this has been a blast. And Bridget, it has been awesome to finally meet you. I've been... Stop. I'll see you in Orange County. High five. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, virtual high five. Yeah, and thanks, Jason. Uh, yes. Yeah, no problem. No problem at all. Well, folks, thank you very much for being on the show, hanging out with us. Thank you for all of you in the chat room hanging out with us as well. Like I said, we are rescheduling this particular show to be at 7 o'clock on Thursdays, which means we get to leave at 8, and I get to actually go hang out with my family for another extra half an hour. So that is awesome, too. So if you like this particular episode, hit the little thumbs up button on the Facebooks. And if you really enjoyed this stuff, you should hit subscribe. And if you don't want to you know, watch us, but you do want to listen to us, we are available as a podcast. So find any of the major podcast players that are out there and you can listen to us in the car. One last thing, uh, we do another show called WP Water Cooler. That could be found at WPWaterCooler.com. That's also available as a podcast as well as on YouTube. So thank you all for being on the show. I appreciate it. Make sure to hit the little the little bell that's on Facebook and or on YouTube, and it'll let you know that we are going live. <sighs> that's about it, folks. Talk to you all later. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.